Hey, Mr. Arnstein, here I am. Hi, and welcome back to Was Glee Good. I'm Robbie. I'm Lily. I'm Liz. And today we're here to talk to you about season two, episode 18 of the television show Glee. <laughs> called born this way but first we really want to thank um we got on another list this oh week. oh my god we're on a roll we're on a roll <laughs> we got on psychology today's oh. list of top seven podcasts that skip weeks because one of their hosts got a little winter depressed <laughs> i've been submitting us frankly for a year now and i'm <laughs> delighted that they finally honored us it's really just a big it's, a big, it's a big get for so us important. so <laughs> so important um, which leads us to today's episode, which today's is episode. Episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like Robbie said, episode 18 of season two, Born This Way. Um, Santana blackmails Karofsky into starting an anti-bullying club. That's where we're club. starting? Yep, in order to convince <laughs> Kurt to return to McKinley High. We only have like two sentences to get through this whole episode. McKinley High in New Directions. Kurt returns, and the warblers serenade him in farewell. Lauren runs against Quinn for prom queen, and with Puck's help, digs up some surprising information about her. That's a terribly constructed sentence. Pass. <laughs> Most of the Glee Club tries to convince Rachel to not get a nose job after Finn breaks her nose while dancing. Um, we should all just put a flag on this episode if you decide to watch it before or after listening to the episode right. of this podcast. Which you should not do, but um, your life is your life. It's a su- super episode is what it's called in the Wikipedia description. It aired as 90 minutes instead of 60, which means the runtime is about 75 minutes of your human life. Yeah, it's a lot. And it's pretty stuffed, as you may have been able to tell from that plot description. You might so not have been able happens. to tell, but it so is. So much happens that I, much like every other episode where, like, one good thing happens and then I forget the rest, I was really looking forward to this episode. A couple different good things happened in this episode, yeah. actually, but they were just, like, as usual. There's, like, two of my favorite performances. Yes! Too easily! Yeah. That I did not miserable. even remember were the same episode. But the I know. fact that it Why lasted for so long made me just miserable. Like, by the time we stumbled into the good parts, I was like, I'm lost and I'm dirty and my <laughs> shoes don't fit. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, anyway, uh, it's a prom episode. No, it's not. It's it a, is. It's, it's like a prom, a prom queen episode. Like a, yeah. right, 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 we start, I believe, right, yet. with Quinn. They can't steal every plot point from the, t- the film saved, exclamation point. Yet. <laughs> Just one major a lot line. of them. We're going to have to address the television show Rise at some point. Oh, God. Oh, one God. day. My mom um, told me to watch it. Yeah, so we start with, <laughs> I believe, I like a it. Quinn voiceover about how she wants to be prom queen. Um, I didn't take notes, so I believe you. Um, so I mean, it's boring. That's definitely a thing that happens. And we, we definitely we already know. Yeah, we get in there somewhere. They're on the stage area preparing for nationals, which is coming right up, you guys. Woo, yes. Um, Will is going to have them all dance. Right, dance. he's like a really good singer, so we really need to work on our dancing. Which is fair. There's actually a fair, uh, yeah. you know, judgment um, of their values or whatever. Then within two seconds. Finn uh, does break Rachel's yeah, nose. Yeah, Finn hits Rachel so hard it breaks her nose. I just, accident. we should give credit where credit is due. This is a funny way to start an episode. <laughs> it's like right we away. May, we're very hard on this show. And like when they do a quick, like we don't have to even build up to it. Like no. literally they start dancing, Finn clonks Rachel across the schnoz. Like, it's so she goes, fakey. my nose! Like you don't see any impact and you see like the back of her head and she like flies backwards. It's incredible. And like well thank God because he's like twice her size and it would have been upsetting to see it in any th- no, way. No, you don't want to see it being really yeah. violent. Um, so then we got to the doctor's office. The worst doctor in the world. Yeah, but her, she does say her dads are coming, which I appreciated because my big thing whenever they go to a doctor. I'm it's like, like where, are there? where are their adults? Where are their adults? I guess I've accepted Finn that is in her regular guardian. high school so they like, can drive themselves places and they're all theoretically over 16 that we don't know. Um, but like her dads are coming. Okay. Anyway, Finn's there because he feels yeah. bad. And the doctor keeps being like, have you considered a nose job? You should yeah, definitely like, go get to a nose job. She's like, it does it, it's broken, not bad, it doesn't need to be set, but this would be a good opportunity. And he tells her and to And he's like, considering singing. your deviated yeah. septum, right? He like, gives all the... And she says, in another like funny and well done bit, she just sort of quietly goes, but Barbara... Um, there's like a whole thing that we'll come back to later about how like... Okay. He's Jewish yeah, and his Jewish. daughter's Jewish and all her friends are Jewish and they all got nose jobs when they turned sixteen and like isn't that a funny thing, a funny joke about yeah. like Jewish American princesses? He, he looks at it's Finn boring and is like, Are you her boyfriend? And he says no, and then he says, What's your girlfriend's nose? Which is, a crime. Which is insane. <laughs> that's what I was like, he should go to prison. <laughs> Sorry, that's a criminal question. Um What's your question, Lily? Is anyone who writes this show Jewish? No. Cool. Ooh, is Brett Falchuk? I don't he know. He might be. I feel like Brennan or Falchuk might be. They're both from Chicago suburbs that could go either way. I yeah. just hope Brian that Murphy one of them for is, sure is not. Is all I'm saying. 
Um, but Ryan Murphy is right. He I mean he had Nip Tuck, right? So yeah. He's like he obsessed with plastic surgery stuff. He does he clearly love is plastic interested. surgery. Nip Tuck was before Glee, right? Yes. Yeah. It yes. was early. Yeah. It was early okay. in the Ryan Murphy. Episode. Yeah. Because actually, I sort of this started happening, and I remembered it was the episode where this is what it's about. And I was like, oh god, Glee's going to be really preachy in confusing ways. But actually, Glee right. doesn't ever land anywhere. Never. On, it like, just this starts. Full topic, and that's yeah. kind of satisfying. I'm yeah. actually okay with that. <laughs> like, yeah. It yeah. There's no like plastic surgery, good or bad. It. Yeah, it just, just leaves like... it complicated. Um, Brad Feltick is Jewish, according to a okay. very quick Google. Or the internet's equally anti-Semitic. <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to cut them a little slack on the, like, actually medium funny jokes about Jewish girls getting nose jobs. Um, yeah, so this is this is our new thing now. Rachel maybe wants a nose job. Yes. Okay. She comes back to the Glee Club to tell them about it. This is where I'm, like... Where okay. Santana is wearing a fur hat. <laughs> She's wearing like an old Russian woman fur hat with a fur vest. Rachel is standing up and giving a presentation to her <laughs> choir... Mem- like her fellow choir members about how she's getting a nose job. Oh yeah. What? It's, why is this happening? So two options. So the bell will ring in two minutes. The bell will ring, which will drive me crazy. And it's the after school club. The bell will ring in two minutes, signaling the end of the after school period. I guess. Um, which means that this is like they've done their practicing for the day, and then they all sat back down, and Rachel was like, "I have some to give her presentation." <laughs> Um, and Santana goes on. Her first of a few presentations. Sorry. Yeah. Her yeah. hair looks very pretty in this scene, though. It looks very elegant and pulled she, back. She's very beautiful. She's very beautiful. Um, also, it makes her nose stand out more starkly. Um, a weird thing the... is that, so she's giving this presentation and everyone's, like, reacting or whatever, including Will, who should just disengage on this one. <laughs> <laughs> He's no, like, I don't think you should week. do this. Isn't this what makes you special? And that's what it's, oh, it's going to be about what makes you special. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's the Born This Way episode. And Santana is basically does her Santana I'm just telling it like it is speech we're like oh like none of you have anything you want to change about your bodies and she says like, Sam would get his mouth everyone. mouth reduction, reduction which is funny and then she says the Argentina ones which are not funny and I'm not gonna repeat no they're racist and ableist um it's just like, why do we do this thing where it's like 75% funny and then like a hard racist turn toward the end uh, I don't know. I clearly really wanted to, like, say things about it. Because that wasn't just a throwaway, right? That's, like, the D plot. It, yeah, like, yeah. they're going to come back to Tina's thing. Yeah. It was, like, I'm glad that this episode didn't go more into, like, how race affects the things we hate about ourselves. No. Yeah. But I do wish they had addressed it you should at all. Right, right. I guess I'm torn between, like, what a weird, obvious right. thing not to acknowledge. Like, we're skipping toward the end here, but, like, Mercedes is... Um, Decides the things she like loves about herself is like no weave or whatever, That's which is a I whole thing we did not address at all in this full no, we episode. No, we just see it from a t-shirt. Yeah, which I know I remember seeing that and I was like, "That's so interesting." We didn't yeah, talk about that I would do all. a whole episode about that. Yeah, Tina. But did just, you like, want a whole episode about that nope, from, Ryan from Ryan Murphy? Murphy. No. Um, um, anyway, we then circle back to... Wait, sorry. I have one ahead. more comment, which is that color contacts are expensive, and where why is Tina? And painful. Oh yeah, so Tina is wearing blue colored contacts. Right, so she like up here. Um. Mercedes makes a crack about her getting surgery like Santana does do something about her eyes Um, thank you Santana does and then she's like I would never change that I'm proud of who I am blah 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 blah. and then Mike is like then why are you wearing blue contacts so this is like the which is a rude situation to call out your girlfriend yeah it's very weird but whatever Uh, Finn then says I feel weird about my dancing (laughs) which is oh man Uh, which then gets even funnier because then Tantana's like no the thing you should feel weird about is your weird puffy nipples which is funny (laughs) sorry she said something about if you dusted them with sugar they could be cream puffs Um, or something she finishes with like actually a very funny joke about how Rachel like should get a nose job if she wants one we don't know what she needs her nose for maybe she needs her to like crack hard seeds. Yes. <laughs> and I laughed out loud. I was like, this fucking show that makes me laugh. Um, this is so Will lets her go on for like 90 seconds. Oh, yeah, it's very like, long. The, I don't know what I'm hearing here, guys. He says, he tells Rachel that, he, that she shouldn't get a nose job because it goes against everything the Glee Club stands for. Which, mm. I mean, well, okay, I guess that's it's a, a reason. Pit. It's a weird thing to say. It's your high school glee club. It shouldn't factor into any of your, like, decisions. It's crazy. Um, okay, so then we have Will and Emma, Emma I feel like. Are they cleaning grapes. her grapes? Yes, no, I know this is not the point of the scene, but he does start by talking about how disappointed he is in Rachel's decision because he really wants to, like, yeah. change their lives and make them love themselves. And he says something like, um, if all I'm remembered for is, like, Conjugating, conjugating verbs, verbs 
then like I'll have failed. If he Will says, I Schuster don't want my legacy as a teacher to be conjugated verbs and glee club trophies. If he has taught one child a <laughs> conjugated verb, I will eat my own hand. I would love to hear Will, we'll hear Will Schuster explain the subjunctive. Just <laughs> anything, anything. The usted, anything. <laughs> Christ. Um, yeah, so they're cleaning on those grapes. Yeah. It's and cute. this is where the message gets weird and muddled in, in a way that I might like. Yeah. The like, well, because he's like, you have to. Where right, he tries to again get her to like admit she has OCD, and then she's like, yeah. I don't like that term; it's too clinical. Well, he says Whatever. I'm really enjoying helping you with your OCD. Sure, and there's still all gross. of that like really gross paternalistic because like in the previously on. Also, there I don't was think that helping clip her clean her like, counts as helping her with your OCD. No, they make some crack about like. Uh, she has more free time now to do other things. Which is like, probably true. Probably She's true, but then it becomes very... This episode leans in a little harder on how much it's impacting her day-to-day life. It's yeah. good. It's in very way, real. It's like it's it trying to treat it real, but it's weird to swerve that way suddenly. Weird. I don't yeah. want to give Glee credit for this because like, they won't essentially do this ever again and they will continue to lean no. on like people's disabilities, mental and physical, as like funny jokes. Um, but it is good to be like, all the things we use to laugh at, like, they're real things that affect a person's life. Yeah. Sure. This woman is cleaning grapes for an hour a day. Also, yeah. I know I brought this up last time, but I, if, if he cleans the grapes, it won't work. You have to clean you have to do it them. yourself. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That's the whole CD thing. I, mean, like, I don't do it. is personal sure. and different, but it is a little weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like supposed to be sweet. He's trying to get her to like open up about her OCD. It's but he gets a little aggressive about it. And he like pulls out his pushy, own yeah. blueberries and starts eating them or whatever. That's, That's way later. later. Oh, yeah. Um, I think she also says something about like this is just how it is. Right, which, which is where she that's where it's tried anything, which will come up later when yeah. she does go to a therapist, but she hasn't tried anything. No, she talked no. to Holly Holiday that one time about her sex life. But that's where um I She think... impulse married her dentist. Because like it's trying to loop this in as the thing Emma feels bad about, right? Yeah. But yeah. she's defending it by saying that's just how like this is how I I was born. She says it isn't how I was born, but it's how I am now. Right. Which is an interesting. Which is right. Like, what is acceptance and what is changing and what I don't know. It just complicated right, the right. thesis. It's too simplistic. How much are you allowed to try and change yeah. while still trying to like accept? Which like the we'll see have more happens in the Quinn plot too about that. I think. Right. Yeah. Not the serenity prayer, right? but yeah. Hmm. Um. But um, anyways, she says something and she talks for more than two sentences. So Will gets distracted and starts thinking about himself and his own problems. Oh no! Again. She says the phrase "born this way" and he's yes. like, "And he, he that's it." He dials yeah. out. Yes, he's gonna. He says, "I'm gonna use their two favorite teachers, me, me. <laughs> and Gaga." Now. I don't know if anyone else noticed this, but while he said this sentence about how their two favorite teachers are himself and Gaga, he was looking so intensely with the camera zoomed in at Emma that I thought for one second, Matthew Morrison thinks he's hot. <laughs> I just he knew does. it suddenly. He, he definitely he thought he's does. hot. But he thinks this Have is like that man dance? a drool-worthy performance he's putting on here in this uh, teacher's office on his <laughs> child-targeted TV show. And it was super weird. That's uh. when you realize that? Not like Gold Digger? <laughs> Not Maybe like I realize he's like kiss still <laughs> believes this is like the show about him being a glamorous hero. Which is I'm not gonna make you make this whole show is a prank show on I'm Matthew Morrison. Morrison. <laughs> like is a good Broadway performer, but this is weird. Yeah, Matthew Morrison don't come on our podcast. <laughs> uh, on our he wouldn't podcast. enjoy it. He would not have fun. Um Santana wants to be prom queen to date Britney is my next note. Yeah. Yeah, she does a whole voiceover. You were all, we're doing like taking turns with the girls doing their voiceovers. This is why they want to be prom queen, which is like a boring but okay trick. I prefer it to the boys doing their voiceovers. Santana wants to be prom queen because then she thinks that Britney would ditch Artie and date her again. And yes. if that didn't work, then she could tell Britney there was like a royal decree and she yeah. had to date her, which is something that like I feel like at age 18 I would have been like, that's disgusting. But I'm like, okay, whatever. It's a dumb joke. I mean, I also dumb like that she acknowledges I love her, but she's dumb. That's <laughs> right. <fine>. Okay, <laughs> that's sweet. I think that's nice. Sorry. Uh, and then she's like, Sam walks by and she's like, Sam isn't popular enough because he makes a nerdy joke, right? She needs to, like, hitch her wagon to a different star. Yeah, she decides on Dave. <laughs> makes because Dave's still cool. <laughs> What's the actual star She's going to hitch a star to that wagon. <laughs> you hitch a star to a wagon. You don't hitch your wagon. No, you hitch a wagon to a horse, and you... There's something I don't know about a star. A star a... Is. No, you're right. It's You're going to catch it or, when it falls. <laughs> one's wagon to a star. I think... You were right the first oh, okay. time. Sorry, sorry, my bad. And we fully... It sounded wrong when I said I it. I don't know where that comes from. It's crazy. You can't hit a wagon to a you star. You can't hit a wagon to a star. Except, sorry, I mean, it's, it's a, a terrible it's a idiom. Speech. But I love it, and I'm going to start using it now. Um, anyways, yeah, she Grops, she's going to date Grops. And she sees him checking out um, Sam. Sam's ass, 
and she says, I'm a closeted lesbian and a mean person or some or judgmental <laughs> bitch or something. And so I have like really good gaydar and he's gay. And she also like puts it together with this thing that happened last with episode. Kurt. Yeah. With Kurt. Um, they like, confronted each other. So now we're at the coffee shop that apparently is the only coffee shop between Dalton and McKinley. And also has like books in it now. I think they reused the library set and out of the table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where Blaine and Kurt, who we see for the first time this yeah. episode, are with Santana and Tina is there, I Tina? think. Tina yes. and Mercedes yeah. or just Santana and I Tina? Don't know. I Whatever. Mercedes, Mercedes doesn't like, do anything yeah. this she episode. She doesn't do anything this episode. So they're like chatting about nationals. Uh and, and the other side are Brittany and Artie like smushing Frappuccino into their faces <laughs> romantically. <laughs> and I just I we've talked about this, but logistically, where are they? And how did they all get here? <laughs> what time is it? Those schools are ninety minutes apart. Did each of those children drive okay, forty five minutes? To be minutes? clear, the writers don't know those schools are ninety minutes apart. They're, and they uh, don't care. They named the they're real towns. Coffee after school. They're gonna be up all they're night. They're gonna be up all night. <laughs> Tina can't drink booze. They Sorry, don't, they don't I literally just options. drank a full cup of coffee and it's seven thirty p.m. Well, you're yeah. gonna be up all night. <laughs> up all night. You're Robbie. gonna be tweeting weird things at three a.m. I know. Um, I'm not wrong. <laughs> so, uh, Kurt and Santana and Tina are talking about how they like would really like Kurt to come back. Right, and this is where like. This is the next part of Santana's plot, but I did not put that together for a long time. <laughs> Me neither. That, like, <laughs> she won her yeah. Kowalski to Kurt. She thinks it would, like, make her, we find out later, we think, yes. uh, strengthen her campaign if she brought Kurt back. Because Kurt, you know, a man who was bullied out of his own school, yeah. is a school-wide favorite. <laughs> Beloved uh, by the entire yeah. population. That makes perfect sense. Anyway, so, uh, immediately, this is where Blaine, I shouldn't remind everyone, this is a choice Darren Chris made, goes... <laughs> Kurt needs to be safe. Like, he's <laughs> Kurt's grandfather. And it's horrifying. It's so weird. It's, it's so weird. weird. He's not like, I don't know. I just don't think Darren Chris has ever dated anyone. This is my new <laughs> theory. Now? No, I think he's never. Just, he's just never been worried about a person his own age. But his, his eyes are so beautiful. They're so beautiful. How that could he have it's not like he couldn't. Right. Maybe he just doesn't know how. I actually think he has a long-term girlfriend. But yeah. still. Sure, she's just as weird. I'm sure, she's weird too. <laughs> no offense, Darren. Anyway, so while they're doing this, Santana did not has to be involved in this at all. <laughs> sure, she's very nice. Um, Santana she pulls a Will Schuster and like man. fully tunes out of the conversation because she sees Artie and Brittany and is like, "I get it. I'll bring Kurt back and like whatever." Her lips look really amazing here. I'm sorry if that's a weird thing to say, but that was I what I took. Started getting fillers. Well, they, they look, look really good. good. <laughs> <laughs> I think that like Glee got a little popular and she got a little money and she started like. It's a fun. Good for her because it turned out hers. Yeah. Top of the plastic surgery. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Will's really excited about his born this way plan. Yeah, we're so in the choir. We're in the choir room, and he's, he's written like, acceptance <laughs> on the whiteboard. <laughs> he did. I would watch a two-minute YouTube video that's just a slideshow of Will Schuster Everything running he... on the board. I'm going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we just need to... The way he starts this is he says that this club represents just about every race, religion, <laughs> sexual orientation, and clique. Let's take a moment now and list all of those things that he are not He knows in that there's club. one gay kid who's not even there I was going to say, who does he think is gay? Sorry. <laughs> we also, don't know yeah. about Santana or Brittany, really. Well, he's right. counting Kurt. Who's not Kurt's there. not in the club. Also, he is just saying shit. Also, there are like six races and religions that, like, major ones that are not represented in this Glee club. Like, what is he talking about? Honest to God, it's insane. Again, it's they are insane. in Ohio. There are like. It probably feels very I think, we, I think we had agreed there were Christians. like four sexual orientations at this time, and they've covered maybe two oh, of including them. Including sexual orientation in the list of like, we have everything. It's bizarre. <laughs> it's bananas. Bizarre. Um, yeah, so he it's starts by saying bad. something batshit crazy, and then it's like Emma. First of all, someone I don't remember who it is, but asks like, "Why is Emma here?" Which is a great question. <laughs> <laughs> if I was in my after-school class and the guidance counselor was sitting there, I too would ask, "What's up?" What and the answer is yes. <laughs> to screen print T-shirts. Right. Yeah, so they're all going to get their own white T-shirt, and then they're going to screen print on them the thing that they're uncomfortable about themselves with about themselves or whatever yeah. um, that they've decided to love. So, which Emma is, takes longer than a week. But dramatically <laughs> unzips her sweater while everyone watches with eyes wide because yep. they know it's going to say OCD. And they're all like, this is weird. This is so weird. Why is she doing this here? This is so weird. And then it says ginger. It says ginger. She's not ready. <laughs> okay. So Jayma Mays, though, like, 
fully leans into this. She's really good this whole episode. She's very funny. She goes, children, I claim my gingerhood before you today. (laughs) And it's so funny. I'm sorry. She says all these like weird slurs that she says people have said about. They said people saying you get a sunburn in the dark. That she smells like copper. Which, which is very what? funny. Yeah, that one's really weird. It's so weird. It's bonkers. Everyone looks really it. nervous. That's the kind of weird yeah. joke I'm okay with on Glee. It um, is funny. Does Will Schuster get mad at her right away? No, no that's later. Okay. He just looks uncomfortable. Right. Sure. And personally offended that she, didn't, that she didn't put OCD, her mental illness, on her shirt to demonstrate for her to students. To the students, again, she's This is actually a very of. appropriate choice for her to have made, but yeah. fine. Yes, we'll talk about it later. It's crazy. Um, And then we get some stuff with Lauren and Puck that I don't yeah, care so about. Yeah, so Lauren wants to be prom queen because she likes tiaras. That's it. <laughs> tiaras are very hard to wear unless you have a very specific head shape. They're not good. Oh, you have to pin them in, right? They have like the little combs, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to do the updo. Yeah. Um, we learned that she used to be a. She participated in beauty pageants before she says oh, yeah. um, the Zyces family gag. thyroid and my love of chips kicked in, which, like, God bless. Um, there's a very funny clip where she's like, her talent was uh, baby pull ups. And there's a clip of like, someone standing behind a small child lifting the down. <laughs> yeah, behind a, I mean, we don't. I just want to assume what's happening. Maybe it's found a child who's really good at both. <laughs> Maybe. Um, and like a full princess, like toddler pet. Yeah, down. yeah. Um, so Puck, because he's like fully committed to Lauren's ICs, is like, I'm going to help you. We're going to figure out how to get you to beat Quinn at this. Great. Race for prom queen that I don't care about. I'm sorry. Why? Oh, I don't. I, guess I feel is... like they assumed that I would think it was interesting based on the fact that I have been in high school, but like it really is not. Sorry, I mean, no one like, cares. Yeah, boring stakes that they assume are set up. Also, maybe this is just our high school, but like for sure, one, no one talked about prom king or queen until actual prom. I was prom. actually going to ask that. Did people campaign for this? No. And also, they were never actually hot people. They were like really friendly people. They were the ones who oh, yeah, everyone our, knew. Our yeah. king and queen were like very nice, like friendly people. Yeah. I don't remember who are. It was our... like the funny people everyone Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, funny, charming people who, like, everyone universally thought was cool. Yeah. But it had nothing to do with, like, whatever, coolness. And it certainly had nothing to do with who was the most conventionally attractive. Yeah. So, super not bought into this very boring plot. Have we... The previous episodes, Quinn's talked about this, right? Like, yes, it it's been an nowhere. ongoing thing. It, it came out of nowhere, but we've stuck with it. Yeah, I she mean, like was like, pregnant, and now she wants to be prom queen to like regain yeah. her whatever, whatever. And because I mean, status is important to her. We'll get Fine. more of it very like for the rest of this episode. But sure, Quinn also still any... isn't a cohesive. She's not a person. No. Yes, this Even is over her the course only... of this episode. Exactly. Each, each thing she does, you're like, I okay, I guess that's the thing a person might do. Well, even literally the next scene we get is her and Rachel in the waiting room of Rachel's um, yes. doctor, and Quinn is not acting the way that we've seen Quinn act ever before. We've seen her. She's very protective about Rachel. She wants the best for her. There was that devastating scene a few episodes ago where she's like, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to marry Finn and you're going to get out of here. Right. And you're going to live a life that the rest of us actually want. And this is a different person altogether. I mean, this this is not a person. So, okay. No, it's not a person. You're right. Because earlier Rachel had been like, I would like Quinn's nose. Yeah. Apparently Quinn's got a good nose or whatever. Yes. She brings Quinn in. And they're going to do like a Photoshop. Like she wants like a preview of what it would look like. Yeah. And it's an interesting scene, but, um, well, so Rachel says, what is it like looking like you look, which like, is a good line. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then Quinn goes into like this whole like being hot when you're 17, you get whatever. And I always assume that everyone's nice all the time because they're nice to be and, like she's she's not a person. No one talks like that. She's, no one talks she's like a, that. She's... And it doesn't make sense with what we learn about her later this episode. It's so not weird. Not at all. Because like there's a way this scene could have worked with what, with what we find out later. Yeah. Right. If yeah. Totally not, could like, have been yeah. Interesting... It as a reveal or whatever. Like. Right. Yeah. It's it's both too old and too simple a way for her to be speaking. Yeah. Um, she says, like, you know, my point of view of the world is totally warped, which is something that if your point of view is warped, you, you don't, don't know, know it. You don't know. <laughs> it's warped. Yeah. I mean, like, I have to think, like, I suppose think she does know because, because she of was what we found out later, which was she was once It just feels like the way a 30-year-old man would joke about how a hot 17-year-old sees the world. Which is and then exactly it was exactly what's happening. Yeah. yeah. And then it was just never taken any further. Fun. It's not, like, self-aware and It's fun. not funny or fun. In a way that, like, a too self-aware teen... Well, because it feels mean-spirited be, right, to fun. make fun exactly. of a teen and then make the teen character say it. Yeah. Yeah. So they go so in bad. to do this photo shoot, and then they do this mashup of That's I Feel so Pretty good. and Unpretty. It's, it's so, so good. It's like devastating. It's devastating. So it's mostly Unpretty with, like, I Feel Pretty woven in towards the end. I did bad. cry yeah. watching this. <laughs> I think I did the first like... time I saw it. You can buy your hair if it won't grow. You can fix your nose if you
Um, here's the thing, right? So this one actually does sort of feel like it could be in a musical and makes sense narratively. Like it feels yeah. like a song that has a narrative. It oh, just yeah. doesn't match up with what led up to it right away. No, right. not at all. Because like the first Quinn gets the first beats that are about like I feel unpretty yeah. on the inside. Right. Which is and not what she had just been. And that's been... how Deanna Egron acts it too. Yeah, because yeah, she she's it. good at right. this. She's like, like doing her best. And the singing is good. Yeah. Right. Right. But if we completely removed the paragraph where she was like, "It's great, no exceptions," I'm gonna instead replace it with some kind of dialogue about like how it it's good and it solves some of my problems, but it also hasn't solved others, and it turns yeah. out I'm still a person who faces problems in the world. Or like, again, if like so, if they hadn't kept the thing we find out later, which is that she like used to be fat, used to be fat, and, like, lost weight and got a nose job and changed her name too many things um <laughs> if we if we had already known that or like gotten some hints about it that would be interesting this might yes play more interesting right right it's weird anyways it's, it's weird but it's very lovely it's lovely um one note i have is that this is happening while they're doing the like photo shoot for what her nose is going to look like and they draw on her with a pen which is what you do before surgery yeah i don't know why yeah they yeah. just wanted the like, like plastic surgery visual of right. the because as you've reminded me ryan murphy fucking loves plastic surgery yeah um, okay, so now we get uh, Quinn being really mean to Lauren's Ices. Yeah, Lauren's putting up a bunch of posters. posters. Quinn, again, in a complete 180 character like how wise. she just was. From how she just was, from how she was when she talked to um, Mercedes, Mercedes about her body. Yeah. yeah. She's basically, well, basically she's like, like your two bathroom prom queen. Yeah, she's like, they're going to have to shove it onto your head or whatever. Ew, first of all. And second of all, that's, what? And again, reading this extremely absurdly generously, it could be this sort of like, Insecurity about totally like, self-hating, and you win what is right. what I But since they did not come up with this plot point until they were writing this episode, it doesn't yeah. track with anything also, else that's ever happened. Just from a television writing point of view, what am I supposed to get out of this? Am I supposed to feel sympathetic toward Lauren Zeiss, who doesn't get what she wants? Am I supposed to feel like I hate Quinn, who I am expected to feel sympathy toward constantly? I don't. I don't so understand what I'm supposed like, to. When it resolves, do I'm okay with how it resolves because it isn't. It isn't. It doesn't resolve. Yeah. In a yeah. way that this doesn't, because it's not. I mean, like thank God, there's no actual resolution here. Yeah. But when it's being introduced, you're like, who are these people? What's like, going it just on? comes out of yeah. nowhere and it isn't set out. Like, obviously, of course, it's written well. Like, it's, <laughs> it's just it's so it's clean. frustrating as a viewer to be able to see, like, some of the mechanics, but not even understand where I'm supposed <laughs> to be fitting in. Do you know what I mean? Like, there are times when I watch TV and I'm like, this isn't quite working, but I understand I'm supposed to be feeling X. Yeah, yeah you're like, there's a gap between the intention like, and okay, the Like, okay, I see what you did okay. you were doing here. But, but like, like it just, what was the intention? I'm missing it. And that's bad writing. I think it's more interesting, though, in the... I... This is... And this is like devil's advocate take. Sure, maybe. sure. Uh, but this <laughs> episode's more interesting than the episodes where Glee just like has an, a message it thinks is easy. Oh, totally. Yeah. And if I thought and this was intentional and meant to like have me interrogate my own yeah. unders, it would be one thing, but it definitely I think it wasn't. Almost is, it was but trying just a little. Really bad at getting yeah. there. I think they got lazy and they were yeah. like, whatever, we're just going to make some mean jokes. Yeah. Yeah. And the mean jokes, as always, undercut it completely. They always undercut it. It's mean. And it's not even like, you know, whatever. Anyway, so now Santana and Dave are at coffee at the one coffee shop slash library in town. And Santana has suddenly absorbed all of gay culture. She's <laughs> got it. She decided she was a lesbian like two weeks ago, and now I she's like, say anything. she's like, we're you're what we call a late in life gay. Okay, Here's can what's I just going say though, that's realistic. That she spent the last two weeks googling. That's one hundred percent realistic. She was like, I'm also, gay now. I better learn everything, just the terms, because that will make me gay. In this episode, she uses two terms that are like not real. Yeah, kind of. Or, like, just a little off from how I would. So, first of all, late in life lesbian is a thing. Late in life lesbian. You don't say late in life gay. Also, I feel like that's a thing we actually all know about. Yeah. um, And then she also uses beards as, like, it's when a gay man and a lesbian get, which it's not. It's just when any gay person is dating. Yeah. Um, Or an opposite sex. Yeah. Yeah, Which, again, is probably realistic for a girl who spent the last two weeks Googling, like, (laughs) gay vocabulary. Um, but anyways, yeah, honestly, so she's usually like, with the gay stuff, they're like pretty on point. It probably was. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. We'll give them that. We'll actually give them that. That's fair. Um, yeah, so she, um, she tells Dave that she knows he's gay, but then she tells him that she's gay too. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then offers that they should date each other and be beards. And then she says, you know, like the Roosevelts. That's which funny. is very funny. And then she does threaten to out him if he doesn't comply. Yeah, which is basically feels weird. If you're going to threaten gross. to out someone, don't tell them you're gay if they don't out Right. Like, you don't. Okay. You've now given him, like, the. Machiavelli says you've done this wrong. Come up. Right, not just, like which is fine if she's trying to be like, hey, we can mutually benefit each other. But if you're gonna blackmail someone, don't give them information that you don't want shared. Right, then yeah, you can't blackmail anywhere. You no longer have the higher 
whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so she, yeah, she wants them to start dating and then she's going to like fix his image and together they're going to get Kurt back and it's going to be great. No one will ever know either of them is gay. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get a very weirdly shot locker scene. Like they suddenly got artsy and they're shooting it from behind the lockers. Oh, like we yeah. get a black screen and then various lockers opening it's where we see the weird. people. <laughs> Um, somebody it's, got it's, ambitious. Oh, I kind of liked seconds. it though. It was good, but it was just out of place. Um, it's Rachel, right, and Finn, or it's Quinn it's and Finn. Quinn and Finn. 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 She's okay. mad that he's spending so much time talking about Rachel and her nose job, and how she, he's worried. Yeah, yeah, because he comes up and is like, "Why did you do that with her?" Right, whatever. And she's like, "I'm your girlfriend. Why are you talking about Rachel so much?" Uh, fair, but also like we have no understanding that Quinn has any other interest or personality at this point. So I don't, I can't like get behind like, <laughs> oh, should be spending more time with your prom queen driven girlfriend. Also, he says he likes the lesson. He says it really defensively, like, I like the lesson this week. Which, like, okay, cool. This, like, tall, like, generically handsome man. It's kind of sweet. Sorry, he does it so quietly. Or she's like, you just like this dumb lesson. He's like, I like this lesson. (laughs) (laughs) Which we cut immediately to him singing, I gotta be me while Mike dances. It's forgettable. I forgot it happened already and I wrote it down. It's, like, charming, but... Yeah, this is up there on the list of things to cut. Sure. If we're going to cut. <laughs> right, when they like, found out they got 90 episode. minutes, they were like, fuck, what do we have? And they're like, I don't know. I guess he can dance around Finn. There is a funny bit at the end um, where someone says something about how he can't dance. And it's very well acted by Corey Monty. They're very well read. He's like, but I'm getting better, right? Oh, and well, there's just a who dead just goes, silence. <laughs> it is very funny. Um, I will say this scene has too much kissing between teens. Like, is this the one with Mike sits back down and he and Tina kiss a lot? Oh, and sits back down and he and Quinn kiss a lot. It's a horny as hell episode, which only makes me mad later when, spoiler alert, Blaine and Kurt are being separated and they don't don't kiss. kiss. It is, though, one of my favorite aspects of their relationship that they're like consistently very horny for each other. Mike and Tina, I love it. It's very realistic for theater teens. Totally. Oh my God. That's just like always really going for it. We get it. Congratulations. You've had sex, but like, honestly, I'm not jealous because it's gross. It's gross to think about, and it's gross to know. And this is particularly cute because Tina is making a very, like, teen girl feminist, intersectional feminist point about, like, how if there's no Asian sex symbol, she's going to have to become one. And Mike is like, I love you so much right now, which is very sweet. It's very sweet. It's cute. They should marry. They should date forever and get married, and that should be what the show's about. (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, instead, it's about, like, Finn doesn't want Rachel to get a nose job. Right, we're back talking about Rachel's nose job as a group. We're just... This is insane. Imagine any person you knew in high school putting it up for group discussion. Wait, is this where she shows them the photos of like... That, I think that's later because I was like later. waiting to see it. But she's basically yeah. like, I've decided to do it. Yeah. Okay. And they're like, you it's should Entirely not. too many updates she's giving <laughs> so many. to her peers. Again, they had 75 minutes to film. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're getting a lot of repeat scenes. So now we're in the teacher's lounge with Will and Emma. Where now's the mean she, scene. Yeah. Will's like, why Why did you like, you wrote ginger on your shirt? Right, okay. And she points out that it would be weird for her to be overly personal with kids. She's also, in, which she is right. isn't comfortable with it yet. Sure, but also just she's correct that there's no reason she should get up in front of a bunch of 15-year-olds who trust her to like counsel them and like... You, that should be the moment she works through her personal mental yes, issues. Yes, that should be when she's working that's through it. Cr- and like, you're just like, trying, you're just making excuses and like, no, that's actually a real reason. Yeah. She is making like, excuses. Five years from now when she has it under control and like, she could talk about it. it. Yeah. yeah. could talk about it yeah. as like a cool, inspiring. Totally. Whatever. It's not what she's going to like figure it out for herself. He also says you have a severe anxiety disorder, which who doesn't? But also, like, he's not a professional. You're not a professional. He's Googled OCD. Yeah, he Googled OCD and was like, oh, this is what it is. Well, he's right, but you still can't just say that to people. Um, But so he, yeah, he clearly Googled OCD, but then didn't read anything because now what he does, he tries to do is basically exposure therapy. Right. This is where he's brought his own unwashed farmer's market blueberries and he puts them on the table. By the way, he also brings strawberries. They're one of the dirty dozen. You should wash your fruit and you maybe shouldn't spend 20 minutes like polishing. Grape. And like it's probably fine if you eat some unwashed fruit. fruit, but you should wash it. I think it's fine. <laughs> but like, I feel like it really this is like your sunscreen yeah, thing. <laughs> Sunscreen's a scam. And he gets like me no, and listeners. Sunscreen's are really good. You should wear sunscreen every day. You wear it every day. You do. Where if you like go to the desert? <laughs> uh, yeah, he gets like Will gets weird and yelly so you can smoke and two like cigarettes a day. Throws his no, no, this is true. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we're doing a podcast here. No one... You also should wear seatbelts. These are all very Definitely basic wear health seat dictates. 
I can't disagree with that. And bike helmets, probably, although I also think those are fake. <laughs> They're <laughs> actually explicitly not. We're going to get sued. <laughs> Please don't take uh, my advice. TM, Sorry. TM, TM, TM. <laughs> That's not what that means. It's okay. In court, we'll play 15 minutes of our podcast and be like, jury, should anyone have listened jury, to anything not... anyone said on that show? We'll be like, if only anyone about could being understand gay. understand the past five minutes of us talking over each I'm other. I'm trying to run a podcast. <laughs> You're talking about sunscreen. Um, Anyways. He tries to do exposure therapy, which is not how you treat OCD. It's literally not how you treat OCD. It's and also, you're not a medical professional. Yeah. In her place of work, in a crowded room, right. with no, 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 no consent. She does technically have a job to be doing soon. Don't, like, traumatize her. Yeah, and she's supposed to go back to her well office. It's well acted by Jayma Mays, where she does Again, take a tone of, good. like, stop it. Yeah. Like, that's not funny. It's not cute. It's not appropriate. Stop it. It's not funny. He is right that she should go to a therapist. And there is sure, she like, should totally go to a therapist. But there's like a kind way for a friend yes. to express that. And then there's, I brought you dirty strawberries. Eat them. <laughs> there is another funny bit, though, where he leans in. And he's like, I think you're an expert at deflection. And she says, is that a new shirt? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Anyway, so now they're mad at each other and she's going to go see a therapist. Great. Um, so now we're in the choir room where Dave Karofsky is apologizing for everything he did to Kurt. Yeah. To everyone but Kurt. In um, a very like... Uh, you, uh, the, the it's so boring. There's a, there's a problem. It is boring. He's it not doing his best acting. Forever. Well, yeah. no, it's, like, he, it's like pretty realistic, but I don't want to watch it. Yeah, and you think he's supposed to not be good at acting because he's being blackmailed to do this. Like I don't know how sincere. Oh, we're I thought to we think. were supposed to read this as he as he is genuinely sorry. Like he's conflicted about the things. That's that he's where done. I wasn't sure yet. That's how I saw okay, but it. But I think later on we are. But I think he's, like, getting there. But he's still blackmailed to be there. But also, it lasts 10 minutes. More importantly, <laughs> Santana is wearing a white laser and controlling the whole thing, which is some chaotic good if I've ever seen it. Because um, he gets done with his little speech, and then she starts talking, right? She's like, yeah, she's like, I brought Karofsky back, and we're going to apologize to Kurt, too. And, like, yeah. also, we've started the bully whiffs. Yeah. <laughs> which is a group uh it's not a really a group it's just dave and santana yeah. wearing the red berets where they wear red berets and, and like red satin jackets yeah, like a... and they uh when they see bullying they go up and yell at the bully it's just they yell at his emio this time <laughs> and then he um, makes fun of their berets quinn speaking of hats <laughs> quinn is wearing a jason Mraz fedora oh she is this episode why again they don't know maybe they're she maybe not they're trying to say she's a <laughs> no. villain <laughs> um, okay. So then we get to see Dave apologizing to Kurt in the yeah. principal's office, right, so in the, and their parents are the there. Parents. Yeah, their dads are there. Um, Bert is still obviously very protective. Bert rules. Bert's like going to the fucking mat. He's yeah. like, "Prove to me you've changed." Good for Bert. But then Crossy's dad, who we had previously noted in like a weird instance of like kind writing from Glee. The first time Krause gets in trouble, his head's like, yeah, that's fucked up. We should be... I totally believe you. Yeah. yeah. I actually think this makes sense, though. Where he's, yeah. He references it, too. He's like, you remember when you came to me yeah, and said exactly. that Dave that's was threatening like Kurt. Yeah. Shockingly good continuity. Yeah, he was like, I was on a, your kid's side, and I still like am. Yeah, yes. yeah. He's like, I've really seen some changes in Dave. I think he's changed. It sounds yeah. like a parent who's paying attention and cares. Yes. And also, like, not, without being strident, like, he is supposed to be a little on his kid's side. Like, it's totally. he the idea is that yeah. he sees the best in his own kid. Right. Why do we get more out of fucking Karofsky's dad <laughs> about, like, Leo Michelle's dad. Where is Leo Michelle's dad? Or Michelle? anyone else's parent. Oh, Mercedes, truly, where are Mercedes' parents? The waste of opportunity. Where is Mercedes? Um, Nowhere this episode. Kurt, who's wearing like a very fussy vest with a chain and bow tie. <laughs> he looks so handsome. He looks incredible. <laughs> um, requests that all the adults leave them for yeah. a moment in frankly a very sexual manner. <laughs> um, where then he's like, hey, buddy, so we both know you're, you're gay, though. <laughs> and you're not going to threaten to kill me because I want to come back. Yeah. And Crofty's like, like, I didn't tell anyone. Right, right. He's like, I'm not going to out you, doing? but just like, I'm going to come back if you're cool. Uh, and then he makes Krosky agree to start P-Flag chapter with him. Which is Which very is sweet. Yeah. Kurt, I know he's a writing character for uh, Ryan Murphy. Sure. Sure. But How he's Ryan very good. Yeah, and he does look handsome with his wool. <laughs> his hair is it's His hair is so good. good. Later yeah. we see some shots of him from the back and his yeah. arms look like he's been working. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Puck does some Judaism at Rachel where he's like, don't. I have done bathroom Judaism. Yeah. yeah. He's like, don't get a nose job because that's you know anti-semitic or something yeah, the nose has been passed down to you through generations gross i mean true it has <laughs> okay all of our noses have yeah that's how genetics um, works <laughs> true um 
Kurt is back. We're, so we're out in the like weird we're like, out in the thing that only exists in California. <laughs> right, the California lunchroom. <laughs> and um, Kurt has returned. <sighs> he's like at the top of the stairs and like makes his way down. Wearing sure. a top hat at noon. And is, is a noontime sort of white hat. And jacket? someone does hug him and remove the top hat. Yeah. yeah. He's wearing a white like button down jacket yeah. over a white t-shirt. It's all perfect. Nah. Um, And then they tell him that like someone would like to say goodbye to him and it is it Blaine and the Warbler. How'd they get it? the day off school? Don't any of these people have to be in class? <laughs> also, sorry, if some kid that was in my like glee club for three months transferred back out and they were like, do you guys all want to drive to wherever <laughs> to like perform at their high school? I'd be like, no, I have to eat lunch that day. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'm good. And Blaine's like, I still get you on nights and weekends. Ew! But, but these <laughs> guys don't. Which it's like, just... I guess like friendship is fake. Yeah. Not also, like, imagine eating lunch at William McKinley High School. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're just eating your fucking, and these fucking shitty dweebs. pizza, and these dweebs are doing, like, and also, so, like, okay, so we should say. All right. Uh, so, so, Kurt has returned. Great. Yeah. And the Warblers, led by Blaine, come to perform. And they're going to sing, obviously. Yes. That's how Somewhere they only we know. Somewhere only we know. By Keen. Now, it's very one. nice and thoughtful and romantic. It's just for iTunes. Right. I just skipped right. immediately over it. It was I couldn't. Do the lyrics have nothing um, to do with the while they perform. Piano. Yeah, there's a grand piano. <laughs> Our Glee Club gets up and like cuddles with each other and watches romantically. I would have fucking thrown food. I'm sorry. Yes. It's so embarrassing <laughs> for yelling. everyone involved. And then yeah, Blaine says some weird shit about like I'll get you on the weekends. Gross. Yeah. And then they hug. They hug. Stare lingeringly. And separate forever. And then as Kurt's walking away, Blaine, like, turns back around and we get one last close-up of him, like, looking at him. <laughs> His eyes look beautiful. Darren Kurtz <laughs> looks really sweaty in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's outside in California. I don't blame him. That's fair. I'm sweaty right now and into winter. <laughs> I miss being sweaty. Um, and then we the cut almost immediately to as if we never said Yeah, I was going to say, we get, like, two songs right in a row, right? So we get Kurt walking through. Wait, wait, wait. What was your note? Oh, the only one I had down was just imagine having lunch at this fucking school. Oh, yeah. Um, we get Kurt walking backstage at what appears to be a theater department we've never seen. Where they're yeah, they a do set separate theater stuff. Because he starts to thing as if oh, we yeah. never say goodbye. As if we never say goodbye. Which references paper trees and cardboard seeds. And so obviously they, they put needed some paper to be trees. Literal. What play is that? I don't know. They have like the move, like Maybe the fake it's like moving the way. <laughs> but it's like what at the Tempest. But also, but as cool. far as we know, the theater department is the Glee Club. So yeah, it's Sandy Ryerson, and he's been kicked out. Um, um sorry. So if this you ever said goodbye, yeah. is my number one Glee Broadway performance. Yeah. Maybe tied with some other things, but I'm coming out of makeup. The lights already burning. Not long until the cameras will start turning And the early morning madness And the magic in the making Yes, everything's as if we never said goodbye I don't want to be alone That's all in the past this world waited long enough. I've And this time will be bigger and brighter than we knew it. So watch me fly. We all know I can do it. Could I stop my so much to live for. Um, and it's one like when they do a good Broadway song, you they know it's gonna do. like make sense in the plot too, and it's gonna yes. feel right. It lasted for seven minutes, and I enjoyed <laughs> every one of them. It is. Um, I did not realize because it's from the musical of Sunset Boulevard. Mm-hmm. It's not like a musical people seen. talk about. Yeah. All the time. It's what? It's from a musical of Sunset Boulevard. Oh. That is by Andrew Lloyd Webber, which I did not even know until and today. That's bonkers. Um, which Andrew Lloyd Webber sometimes can write a good song, sometimes can write cats. I will um, say, <laughs> I did pause in the middle of this to watch Cynthia Erivo do I Can Do Better Than That. <laughs> because I was like, well, we're going to do Broadway. 
Uh, and then I got stuck for a while. Sure. That's but fair. I enjoyed both three and a half minute halves of the song <laughs> that I watched. It is like a big slow number, so it does like it's great. require it attention. Builds. But it's very it's good. Quiet. It's really good. And it's he performs good. it really well. I listen to this. Okay, well, that's rude. But... A lot. That's <laughs> all I'm sorry. <laughs> I was tired. It was long. That's fair. You can, it's, again, it was like eight minutes of your life in a 75 minute show. Yeah. Um. Now we get like this stupid, cruel bit, which is um, Lauren Zeitzies has done some research and found oh, out yeah. that um, pretty good G. Gordon Liddy joke here. <laughs> what? Pretty good G. Gordon Liddy joke she makes though. I don't know yeah, if I remember that. He was the it. FBI guy during uh, Watergate. Oh no, I know, but I didn't catch. Oh, the joke. and she's like my dad's uh, like cousin or like friend from law school or something is G. Gordon Liddy, and he told me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a joke that no high schooler watching this show got. No. Um, I didn't get it. <laughs> not at the time. <laughs> not, not, not today. Um, this is the plot point that is, if I'm remembering the film Saved, exclamation point correctly, wholesale <laughs> stolen from Saved. Is oh, yes. it not? Lily, please explain what happens here. Sorry, I interrupted you. Uh, oh, here? Um, we find out that Quinn used to not be hot. She used to be, like, fat, and she had a different nose. And she had acne. And she went by her real first name instead of her middle name, which I already forgot what her name was. Lucy. Lucy. They Lucy. don't tell how she got rid of her acne miraculously. No, she does. But she mentions proactive by name. Oh. <laughs> yes. Okay, fun fact. If you ever get a proactive subscription, you can't end it. They will send you stuff until you die. <laughs> I'm really? sure my mom's still getting proactive stuff. Yeah. But they but they um, bill you, like, a, like after, so they can't make you pay for it. Sorry, am I the only one who's seen Saved? To I no, I've seen it, but a long. It's the one with what's her name? It's um, like the Christian high school. Thing. Yeah, Mandy Jenna Moore. Right? Is Malone? it not Mandy Moore? It is Mandy Moore, I think. And it is Jenna Malone too. You're right. Yeah, yeah. But isn't there a scene where like they find out one of them used to be fat, I'm and then they like so tape up pictures? Or is that of her being pregnant that they tape up the? They definitely tape up pictures of something. <laughs> I don't know, readers, <laughs> listeners. I would love if you met it as fat. It's like no rabbit shoes. <laughs> Please call it no, well, the plot it, of Saved. No, the plot that I'm remembering is that they like find out a secret and then tape up the picture in the school hallways. Yeah. I'm vaguely remembering it now that you're bringing it up. I think it was maybe that she... I think it was pregnant. It, the it was fat either that thing she was pregnant or that, or that Mandy Moore used to be fat. I have them both. That's a good movie, though. It's a good movie, surprisingly. Um, this is a bad plot of the... <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm trying not to talk about it actively. Go watch Saved. Um, but they have this whole talk and then, right, Quinn is like... You're, you can't tell anyone she's like, I already did, which is always a fun twist on a scene, unfortunately for me. It always Sorry. works. Whenever someone's Too talking late. about something as if they're about to do it, and it turns out they already did it. Yeah. <laughs> it works on me. Trick me. <laughs> and Quinn um, kind of runs out down the hall crying. Um, a thing we missed earlier that will become relevant again in two seconds is like, after um, Lauren's Ices was putting up her posters, we get some new uh, G characters who are like oh. three random fat girls. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who are We're dressed like, we love in identical Zayzies. sweaters yeah, with like identical sweaters, pink bows. Like as if they're maybe like Amish? And on, they are. They do look a little Mennonite. Um, one of <laughs> like them Mennonites is Daniel McDonald, who last year starred in Patty Cakes, which not many people oh. saw. It was very good. By the Beast of the Southern Wild guys. It. it was good. Good for her that she's still in the acting game. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they were like really inspired by Lauren Zaisies, and then now they get really inspired by Quinn. We don't, yeah, I don't know like, if we she see it. She is yet, just like us. It's at some point it's like, later. She's just like us, but um, she got better. I just, also, in general, makes it again very weird. Used to be fat is never handled well as a plot line. No, it's always. Is weird. In fiction or real life, boyfriend. Well, in fiction or real life, because in fiction it's always like, what a big secret they're hiding, yeah. as though like being fat is the same as having committed a crime earlier in yeah. your life. And in real life, frankly, it just makes people exhausting. It really does. <laughs> and no fun to hang out with. No fun to hang out with. Um, but this is also like being fat in fourth grade, and now you're in high school. Like, it's fine. You're in middle school, but like, yeah, it's a weird. You change your oh, name. Right. I feel like isn't middle school and high school <laughs> by definition the time when like people's bodies change a lot very quickly and yeah. like okay. She could have stayed at the same school. She could have stayed at the same school. No one cared. Also, I know um, we're so far past this point, but Quinn has literally never been acted as a girl who's been anything but hot her entire life. Her whole life. No, She's and a it's very like, entitled young woman. Before she got pregnant, wasn't that like, the whole point okay. of the pregnancy? Is yes. to humanize her. First of all, the fact that none of her insecurities that are we're talking about in this episode about being insecure came about up when her, she was pregnant. That she was pregnant last year. Yeah. And also, we don't get any Mercedes episode, and we had a whole plot two episodes, whatever how ten episodes ago about <laughs> Mercedes really having an eating disorder For and Quinn helping minutes. her with yeah. that. 
Uh, so we get yeah, no mercy. They thought of this two seconds before they wrote it. They were up really late, and <laughs> they, they were like, "They turned each page and wrote like literally page by page." <laughs> right, they never flipped backwards. No. They're like, "We don't have time." Again, the sentence game. Like somebody wrote one down. Well, yeah, they yeah. folded the paper. They did the <laughs> exquisite corpse, like the drawing. Quinn, terrible, terrible fold. corpse. Used to be fold. <laughs> yes. <Fat. laughs> um. Okay, now we do get a very funny scene. <laughs> As we're there at the mall. Okay. Puck is like, I let me make one last ditch attempt. So he brings Rachel to the mall. Now I would like to say this mall is too clearly in California. It's a California mall. The, there are like see very clearly inside. also a jolly bee in the background. <laughs> There's not a chain that exists in Ohio. No. Sorry. Um so Rachel, uh, a lot of good like throwaway lines in the scene where Rachel first goes, Is there a sale at Claire's? Uh, <laughs> there's not. And then when Kurt shows up and is like, I'll take it from here, and he's like, So you know Barbara Streisand? And she's like, Is she here? And then Kurt just goes, No, this is a mall in Ohio. That made me laugh. Which it made, made me, me laugh, laugh 10 years ago. It made me laugh this year. It's funny. Um, they put together a flash mom for Rachel. I surprise. It and sucks. It's, it's to duck Barbara Which was like a viral video about they in the video they danced in like some public place, right? Can they stop recreating YouTube videos? Also, has a flashbulb ever changed anyone's mind about a personal decision? Also, right, like so this is a song where they just uses a vocal sample that says the name Barbara Streisand. Do, 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 which is do, do, the song's fun. I can't deny that. I'm listening to it on the way home. But it, like this is gonna help you accept that you, your nose. No. She's I think it literally just they said Barbara Streisand's name enough that she remembered she like, Barbara yeah, Streisand. Like the that's way, the plot. Michelle acts there she just like starts smiling suddenly it's like right, Barbara Streisand exists. <laughs> Which is the correct reaction to remembering Barbara Streisand's existence on True, sure, but sure, like sure. she could have done it without a flash. Oh any time, yeah. Um, Again, a thing that could have been cut. So this is get this, get this episode in under fun minutes. but boring, and then we go to Emma's therapy session. Okay. Um, so I will say, again, Jamie is is doing well and having to suddenly play just fully serious. Yeah. Yeah. So we cut to a different show. Yeah. <laughs> a completely different show that takes everything very seriously and is also very interested in just like it's actually pretty well done. The lovely on show this that other yes. show that we're nice. on. We cut in at what is like clearly the end. She like finishes scrubbing and sits down right and then we get a little joke of a therapist being like all right time's up time's up right like a ther- uh, therapy hour is 50 minutes and you spend 48 of it cleaning the couch which is sad but also they should give you a full hour right but then I've think of- by that <laughs> um but think right that's a joke that works when it then leads into a serious discussion of what's happening yeah, right they do right the, full they're not the butt of the joke is not her her doing no that. it keeps going right this therapist god bless her i assume is a psychologist because i think she prescribes an ssri psychiatrist psychiatrist, psychiatrist. yeah, yeah, yeah. um the immediately is like um, so you clearly have a severe case of OCD. Yeah. Which is good. Good. Finally, an adult person <laughs> yeah. who's qualified to say so is like, I would love to talk about how to deal with this. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, she does like, when Emma is reluctant, she does like tell about like her like struggle with postpartum depression, which I'm not sure is what you're supposed to do. It sounds a little irrelevant. Yeah, but I feel like if you have a, I mean, I'm obviously not a patient, uh, therapist at all, but I feel like if your patient is explicitly having trouble with the part of her mental illness where she's having trouble like saying out loud that she has a mental illness, like that may be more like, no, everyone does. Here's mine. It's fine. And she does say that like she immediately felt some relief upon admitting she needed help, which is an accurate thing. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so she she does prescribe her an SSRI, right? And yeah, she prescribes her a low dose of an SSRI. She, like, weirdly describes what it's going to do to her serotonin. Sure, because like, if we're going to make this an announcement about, like, sure, mental health, let's PSC, do it. Yeah. 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 Um, so, Emma tries to pull that, like, no, it's just how I am again. And she's yeah. like, it's not. It's your mental illness, and we can oh, help this you is live your she, actual like, life. Right. She's like, you're a... Um, your uh, counselor or whatever, right? Yeah. So if a student came to you had diabetes, you'd say, like, you should take your insulin, right? Right. It's nice. It's, it's a, a nice it's way a to very describe. Nice scene, it's very actually. simple and nice way to describe this. Um, it did make me sad because I was like, oh, I'm trying to watch my fun show about Broadway. <laughs> sure. Ooh. Ooh, I got to go therapy. Right. Um, <sighs> then we got to a scene where Finn thinks that Lucy, a.k.a. former Quinn, is cute. He shows he's like Quinn. Look at my wallet, and he shows her that he's like. This is the most muddled. Like, the message gets because she's fine. like, that's whatever. Something, something, something. That's not me. What does he say? He says like, this is the first picture where it really like I can see her. Yeah, he's like I used to have another Which photo. Is a weird thing to say. It's Which one of those is, things that sounds deep and loving, but means nothing. Also, and like, like in this look context, at all your girlfriend. So, so is her thing <laughs> that she needs to accept having not accepted herself before. 
Or does she and, need to believe that she can be loved even if she's not beautiful, which is the right. only time we hit that button But anywhere. also, she's beautiful now. So right. beautiful it doesn't matter. Now, right. is, what, is it just accepting her past and not hiding it? Also, sorry, not to be a dick, but Finn isn't dating anyone who looks like that. He's dating someone who looks like Quinn. Yeah. He's dating Quinn explicitly. Also, he's dated Rachel. Pretty hot. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah, this is where these three girls are like, she reminds me of me, and it's cool. And she, like, traded up or whatever, yeah, which is gross. not a thing gross, we gross, to gross, add. gross, 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 um, Which is weird. And, like, again, this is me wishing Glee was a different show and, like, handled complicated things in smart ways instead of just threw them on the floor. And hope <laughs> let you pick it out. Right. We got you some TV. <laughs> right. Go ahead. Here's, pick like, up the 40 scraps. different ideas. Some of them are interesting. Figure it it's out. It's like a make-your-own-TV show. Yeah. Or, like, make-your-own-emotional-beat Yeah. kit. This is also like the height that this time in the show is I think when I was paying the most attention to it. I was like, totally, I was like into it. Aired. And it was very generative. Yeah. In terms of like people talking about it and trying to like dissect the ideas in it. I mean people being thirteen year olds. Because they were just so simple that we all we yeah. all could get in there, it was fine, but then we think we all simultaneously realized there was like nothing to get in. Or it's <laughs> like that what is that the Lily Lufro essay recently about like the male glance mm-hmm. and she talks about like overreading shows. Right. Where we're like, no, there's gotta be something there. Yeah, yeah, we're overreading this. Although this was like I mean, I don't know, Glee is not the typical Oh no, it's not the same as like no. as like a we're all looking at true, true detective. detective. Yeah, yeah. But um yeah. Just But you know it's like, like the like teen fandom heavy version of that. Like, right, because it's supposed to appeal. This is to how we all became those. critics. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, Brittany um wanders over to Santana at her locker and is like, "Look, I got it. I made my shirt." And she ends up it and says, "I'm with stupid." And then an arrow up to her face. It's actually, actually it's spelled cute. wrong. Yeah, it's spelled wrong. Get it? Um, it's actually very cute. Sure. Um, and then Santana says, bitch, and Brittany's like, "I made you this one," and it says, "Love and ease." <laughs> it's supposed to be lesbian. Get it? Yeah. Yeah, Santana's like, you know I'm Hispanic, right? <laughs> Did you mean this to say it wasn't the end? Um, and she's like, I'm not gonna. I'm like, not ready to come out. And Brittany's like, why not? It's fine. And Santana says yeah, something really else mean or bad that makes... Um, that makes oh you know what it is Santana's like I don't even know we're having this conversation I'm mad at you I said I love you and you didn't say it back and Brittany's like I do love you clearly you don't or you would put on this shirt dance with me oh right you don't love you as much as I love you as much as I love you whatever I'm into it I want to kiss every gift set whatever I can't wait until they kiss yeah um but also like uh we already have a Santana plot and it's about Dave and it just feels weird that these are like two fully separate like we're just gonna throw this scene in and to remind Dave everyone that like Santana and Brittany aren't dating should and should be. The Dave plot isn't really about her not about coming out. Kirk coming back. It's like kind of it about is. her not coming out because it's involved in her like mentioning she's gay. But it, yeah, it's not integrated. Why does Krasinski need to be part of this at all? I don't know. I don't like him. I don't I, know. It's a boring character. Well, because they wanted Kurt back in the school. So they had to address it. Right, they had to wrap so it had to, like, I guess. Address yeah. it. Yeah. Um, now we get... keeps being a part of the show, so who fucking yeah, He just fucking sticks around. It's very weird. Now we get Emma taking her SSRI. She looks very nervous. Yeah, she's like staring she looks very nervous. It. She looks pretty happy when she's taking it, which is great, but I do want to remind her that you have to take an SSRI That's as directed great. for a long time yeah. for it to really get in your blood and work. Yeah. I just don't want her to be like, oh, I feel good now. Because, like, then <laughs> you, you feel sad tomorrow. I feel bad. Yeah. Um, and then we are back on the stage with everyone wearing oh, their teachers thank under God, things. Finally, it's over. <laughs> it's this way. Will goes first. He opens up his sweatshirt to reveal his shirt that says "butt chin." Okay, it's funny. <laughs> and someone says, "I would have gone with tears up a lot," which is also funny. It's very yeah. funny. I think it was Tina, which is even funnier. Um, born this way, so they do born this way. Everyone looks amazing, possibly especially they look Mercedes. Incredibly she looks hot, so good. All of them. Her hair looks great. Her shirt does say "No Weave," and we will not address no it. Address. That would have been such a more interesting plot. Again, not that Ryan Murphy should tackle tackled, but like, um, who else's shirts are? Kurt says likes boys. Yeah, which is sorry. I remember being very attracted to this Kurt <laughs> as a teen, and I the kind of am now. Well. The T-shirt fits, fits very right. well, and also he looks confident. Yeah. Also, I he feel like they always confident. have him in very like buttoned uppy whatever things, yeah. and like Chris Colfer rocking a T-shirt and talking about how he wants to kiss a boy is like working for me. Um, I don't remember what everyone else's t-shirt says. Um, Artie says four eyes, which I don't remember. Boring. Okay. Puck says I'm with stupid with the arrow pointing downward. Okay, that's funny. Um, Sam says trouty mouth. <laughs> that's funny. 
Tina says brown eyes, which wraps up, I think, the G plot of yeah. this episode. I guess. Um, someone else is a similarly like. Oh yeah, um, Quinn's just says Lucy Caboose. Okay, that doesn't mean which anything. Was, like, her mean nickname. Um, Rachel says nose. Finn says can't dance. Lauren says bad attitude. Mike says can't sing. This is such a bad. It's badly, poorly conceived and poorly executed. Another bad conflation of like one problem is every problem. <laughs> All problems are the same. Yeah. It's that we're different. Different from what? Um, you, oh, I you can't decide. dance. And Although, oh, I feel a very specific sort of racism. Um, <laughs> okay. It pairs very well with the extremely bad lyrics of uh, Born This Way. Uh, yeah, actually, the specific racism involved is um is is perfect. It's great. Cortina. It is fucked up that the song says the word Orient. It says Orient made. Multiple times. And it also says Chola Descent. Yikes, yeah, didn't care for that yikes, either. Yikes, 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 yikes. Also, just like every, the all the phrasing is wrong. Even though it's not offensive, it's like, what is lesbian transgender life? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like, like so ham-fisted and stupid. I do hate it. Sure, remember when Lady Gaga was like, I'm going to be born this way and we're going to like solve all our whatever. And so now she has the foundation. Yeah. And we've all solved racism and sexism. Thank God. And homophobia. We're all equal now. We're good. We're just good. We made it. And this episode's Thanks, finally Stephanie. over. It's, it took so long. Uh, Santana's sitting in the audience with Karofsky for some reason. Because neither she's of them are loving the themselves. Shirt. They don't but love themselves the way they're born. It says Lebanese. Yes. Yeah, get it? Because she's moving <laughs> for. It's just like such a weird, clunky visual metaphor that I was like, you just didn't have to. You could have let her dance. She could have danced. She likes dancing. She likes to dance. She got those lip fillers. Um, all right, three words or less. Was really good. I'm so tired. Two good songs. I fell asleep. <laughs> it took so long. Great. Top forty sweet cheeks. Hit it. Okay, so simple question. Speed round. You have to. You get this assignment in your Glee Club. You have to write a thing on a shirt that you hate about yourself. What is it? Sweaty. That's a good one. Thank you. I've accepted it, but I do hate it. So I know, that's a good one. I wish I would steal it. <laughs> we can all be sweaty. It's always sweaty. Can you can't... Do... <laughs> what? You can't both be sweaty. No, I mean, my, all my answers are just obvious No, 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 they'd boring. be matching sweaters. Sure, yeah, that's... anxious. Right, it's just like gay, fat. <laughs> right. Like what? The one word ones are the most impactful. There so. really are. Uh, what would your, like, Glee Universe one, though, be, right? Oh, Where it's be like, like really... curly hair right. or something. Mine would be, like, too tall. <laughs> Chin zits. <laughs> Chin zits. I do get jawline acting down. It is yeah. <laughs> Four eyes. Okay. Oh. thing I would pretend I never cared in my life. I've never felt self-conscious about wearing glasses in my life. Why would you? Exactly. Really oh, yeah. I've never felt glasses. self-conscious about being flat-chested, but Glee would think I ought to. Yeah. Okay. Now, I've answered the most important question of all time, Thank which God. is, did Mackie Morrison post anything with regards to the 2016 election? If so, what? Was it about Sherpapa? <laughs> it did was ha- not. Okay, he didn't have Sherpapa yet. I don't know if he had Sherpapa yet, but that's not what he chose to engage on. It's um, something weird about his wife and women. Oh, that's a good one. That's okay, a good okay, guess. Okay, great guess. I would assume he wrote a very long caption that's about, like, unity, love. <laughs> I just heard you move the volume up on your computer, which <laughs> makes so me makes think it's, it's a, a video. video. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I was making sure it's muted. Sorry. Okay. okay. What is it? On November 9th, 2016, <laughs> Matthew Morrison posted a video from himself from Union Square Park from the anti-Trump protest, which is great. Here is the caption he used for this video. Had the privilege of marching alongside Oscar winner Michael Moore at <laughs> the Trump, Trump protest. <laughs> Love this city. End of caption. No acknowledgement of what they're voting or they're what they're protesting. Love why. this city. Love this city. Capital Z city. <laughs> That's in- nothing about voting the day before. Nothing about who you voted for. That's really something. Um, I would also just like to. This is not a quiz. I just want to read this Instagram caption to you from Matthew Morrison. He posted this on um, October 9th, twenty seventeen, when we were celebrating, as you clearly remember, Indigenous Peoples Day. I've always felt a certain connection no. with Native Americans. <laughs> out. I don't know why. Get out. I'm not one, like, Get at out. all. <laughs> That's probably why I married someone with oh. three different tribes running through her bloodline. Oh, I but don't I'm like so this. proud of my city for recognizing them in this new American holiday, celebrating real history. What is this city? 
New York. Los Angeles. Oh. We were in New York or something. Yeah, because New York is we don't that. <laughs> we don't. We, do we reject him? Uh. I guess the quiz could have been which part of this Instagram caption is the worst part. <laughs> oh, it's so hard to choose. You think it's why I married someone with three different tribes running through her bloodline? Because that's... Horrible. I think it's just the word connection. I, I think just, I think I think it's the whole. <laughs> I, it's, I can't pick. It's. I really I, do love to be vindicated in thinking someone's probably bad. Yeah, yeah I do or love just when like I'm right. Yeah, fully actor toned up. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I don't think he's like malicious. Actor I don't know. He's, he's like in real life a lovely guy. He did that. Um, remember on Project Runway, they all went to go see Matthew Morrison do Peter Pan, and <laughs> uh, they all seemed to have a nice time. I don't remember this, but. Well, Did he play Peter Pan? No. Um, Doesn't a woman always play Peter Pan? Yeah, I don't remember. Not always, played. but usually. Okay. I don't know. Who does he play? I, I Captain Hook. He anyway. played Captain Hook? No. That would I, make sense. I mean, I just said that. He, he might have. <laughs> I don't know. Could have played the fucking. What's a little, little stumpy guy who's like Captain Hook's oh, um, friend? Stur- like, his name's not a dumb name. I think I'm getting him confused with the guy in Little Mermaid, but like. I am too, maybe. <laughs> But I think the one, like, he's got, like, the red and white stripey. I know what you're talking about. He's, like, the, he's, like, the sidekick pirate. Yeah, what's okay. his name? I'm going to play the a message now. It's not important. <laughs> does not matter. Okay, yeah, we got a voicemail message. Um, yeah, so just remember, you can always call and leave us a message at 330-366-6130. And I just want to play a recent listener message that Great. we really loved. Hi, uh, my name is Lorelai, and uh, um, my friend and I have been re- re-watching Glee for, gosh. Two months. Two months now, because we are about to graduate college and we're having identity crises, and so we were like, let's go back to something from our from our high school years and, and feel like we have some sort of control over our lives. Anyway, I don't know if this is going to cut me off, so I guess I'll just keep... Okay, Missouri is not the Ohio of Ohio. As someone who has lived in both places, Ohio is garbage. Ohio is what? <laughs> I have to assume garbage. I have to assume garbage. <laughs> Missouri and the she's Ohio. Th- she's saying Ohio, Ohio is the Ohio of Missouri. I, I knew sooner or later I was going to offend a big ass listener. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. <laughs> anyway, that's my message. Listener, I'm very sorry. Lorelai. I'm sorry. I love you your name insulting. so much. Missouri. Missouri. I guess you're fine Missouri's with insulting fine. Ohio. It's fine. <laughs> I haven't been okay. to either place. I, I, I live in Missouri. <laughs> I have been, and they're both fine. I don't know if I've been in Missouri. Listen, California has its own obnoxious problems for sure. Feel free to make fun of California. I'll be a little offended, but then we'll be even. <laughs> it's fine. We went recently. It was very bright. <laughs> Perfectly too bright. I wear sunglasses Excuse all the dang me. time. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, give us a call. Um, email us wasglygood at gmail.com. Follow us at wasglygood on Twitter and Instagram and Spotify. The content is really excellent. Honestly. We're yeah. incredibly prolific. I don't think we've done this good Spotify playlist in a minute, but we, we really should. Gotta and we really got to get our game. Yeah, yeah. We could do songs about loving yourself. No. <laughs> no. We can't. It would just be love myself. And then I touch, touch myself. And that's it. That sounds like an incredible playlist. <laughs> Anyway, don't watch up Glee and definitely don't watch this episode because it'll take it'll forever. Oh my god, you could do so much your with life. your life. Forever. Okay, bye. Bye. Get ready for me, luck, because I'm a comma. I simply got a munch, my heart's a drummer, no. Somebody don't know.